when you know that consciousness is the only reality, conceiving itself to be something good, bad, or indifferent, and becoming that which it conceived itself to be, you are free from the tyranny of second causes, free from the belief that there are causes outside of your own mind that can affect your life. In the state of consciousness of the individual is found the explanation of the phenomena of life. If man's concept of himself were different, everything in his world would be different. His concept of himself being what it is, everything in his world must be as it is. Thus, it is abundantly clear that there is only one I am, and you are that I am. And while I am is infinite, you, by your concept of yourself, are displaying only a limited aspect of the infinite I am. Neville Goddard from his book, The Power of Awareness. My favorite book from Neville. Why my favorite book? Because if there was one book and one book only that I could keep from Neville, that would be the one because in this one, there is everything you need to know about the law and about how to use the law. After my last video, which was a long video, over 20 minutes, where I explained what is self-concept and how to change your self-concept, I still had some people in the comments asking me, but how do I change my self-concept? Maybe it's because you have not understood what your self-concept is still. So you are asking the wrong question in a way when you're asking me, but how do I change it? Maybe it's not that you don't understand how to change your self-concept, but more you don't really understand what is your self-concept. Even though I explained it, or maybe it's because you link your self-concept to what you want to get. But I also explained this in that video. You can't be working on your self-concept in order to get something. Because if you did, that would be the very proof that you're not understanding what self-concept is all about. Your self-concept is who you believe that you are. And as long as you believe that you are what you are, you will keep on manifesting the life that you are manifesting. The law is very simple, but you can't trick it. You can't fool it. As long as you have the self-concept that is yours right now, you are going to manifest what matches that self-concept of yours. So Neville says here that when you know that consciousness, your consciousness, is the only reality, and that what comes out of your mind dictates what's going to happen in your life. This knowledge frees you from the tyranny of second causes. Every time you are blaming second causes, you are, in other words, fooling yourself into thinking that someone else is doing this or that to you, when really it is you. What people tell you, what people do to you, or don't do to you, or don't do for you, or do for you, those are only second causes. 
because you, your I am, is the only reality. For example, someone in my Facebook group has just written a few posts about her manifesting her SP after a couple of years that she's been trying. What has changed? Is it the SP that has changed? No. Even though it may appear that it is the SP that just changed its mind after two years all of a sudden, but it isn't. It is because she has worked on her self-concept. She has learned to detach from the need of this person. She has grown and I've seen her. I have observed her. She has worked on herself, not about getting the guy. She had dropped that need a while back. She was really focusing on her and how she could help others as she was learning herself. Therefore, what appears to be a sudden change of mind on the part of her SP is not. That's just an illusion. The guy hasn't changed his mind, and if he has, it's only because he's a reflection of her. That's why Neville says here, that the self-concept of the individual being what it is, everything in his world must be as it is, must be as the self-concept is. So when you come from a very low self-concept, you can only expect to manifest what matches such a self-concept. And you will probably always be looking for second causes, as Neville mentions here and he calls second causes a tyranny because when we look at second causes we are really torturing ourselves that's all we are doing so once we understand the law we can't be double-minded either we understand the law and we agree with it and we go for it we understand that we are the cause that everything else is only second causes. We understand that our mind creates our reality. The content of our mind creates our reality. And we understand that as Albert Einstein said, doing the same thing and expecting different results, it's insanity. When we understand this, it matches what Neville taught that in order to change our outer world, we need to change the inner world. Otherwise, and it is a protection, right? As long as we don't change from the inside, the outside doesn't change. That's why it's a protection, because once we get that and we fix ourselves, so to speak, we raise ourselves up in the inside, we learn to love ourselves from the inside. We learn to know who we truly are from the inside. When all that inside has grown and matured and become our friend instead of our enemy, this is the assurance that our life will also get better and stay that way. But when you stay keyed low, in self-concept, 
then you also have the assurance that your life, your external world, will also stay the same. Neville says here in the quote that I just read, while I am is infinite, you, by your concept of yourself, are displaying only a limited aspect of the infinite I am. This is why I said in my last video about self-concept, there is a little self in us and a greater self. And depending on our concept of self, we are displaying a limited aspect of that I am. Because I am is everything. The so-called good, the so-called bad. That's why the scripture says God kills and makes alive both. So the I am is infinite. It's the whole spectrum. And we choose a finite, a limited aspect of the I am, depending on our self-concept. So if you want to choose, for example, the concept I am single, if it's part of your self-concept to feel single, to feel that nobody wants to marry you, or to feel that you can't find anyone to marry you. That's the concept of self that you are choosing. That's the limited aspect of the infinite I am that you are choosing. You are choosing I am single for whatever reason. Therefore, since this is part of your consciousness, part of your self-concept, you are going to be that I am, which is single. Do you get that? It's the same for everything. If you choose that part, that aspect of the infinite I am to be broke, for example. I am broke. I am lacking money. You are choosing this aspect of the I am. It's part of your self-concept. Therefore, you are going to be poor you are going to lack money. And it's the same for every single desire you may have, from your health, your wealth, your relationship, and everything in between. Everything that I teach, by the way, is always for everything, not just for SPs or not just for this or that. How we manifest one thing is how we manifest everything. And by the way, that's the title of my last blog article, which I encourage you to go read as well. And of course, a big part of your self-concept is your assumptions. Be very careful about what you assume about yourself and about other people. Because I see this every day. People having the worst assumptions about other people towards them. And trust me if I tell you I am a professional at this because when I used to have the wrong assumptions about other people, I paid it dearly with very nasty, hurtful consequences. So be careful, guys. What are you assuming? Why are you assuming the worst? Why are you assuming exactly what you don't want about anyone? Because if you are assuming that, well, 
according to the law, and the law never changes, right? According to the law, you are going to get just that. So stop the excuses. Stop thinking or trying to lie to yourself, thinking that there are some exceptions. <laughs> There's no exception. What you assume about another person is going to be what you are going to get from that person. And that's because that I am is one I am. So what you expect from others who seem to be separated from you, they have no choice but reflecting back onto you because they are the same I am as you are. So other people are going to feel about you what you are assuming that they are feeling about you. Trust me if I tell you, I have a lifetime of experience with this and proof of this. That's what it means to be not separated from other people. So guys, in order to change the old, you have to kill the old. You have to kill the old men. In order to be reborn as the new you, as the new men. But when you keep returning to who you used to be, as the Bible says it very explicitly, it compares it to a dog returning to its vomit. And that's what we are doing when we know better. But we keep on going back to the old and back to the old, and back to the old again. At some point, you have to, as Neville said, you have to have more love for who you want to be than the love that you have for who you used to be. Because if you don't love who you want to be more, you are always going to return to the old, because the old is what you know. It's what feels comfortable. So if you don't have more love for who you want to be than for who you used to be or who you are, you are going to go back to what you know. Your desire to change, your desire to kill the old self needs to be stronger than the desire to stay the way you are. So that's all I'm going to say for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I really appreciate you.